In part one, I went over the evolutionary, social contract, force, and divine right theories of the state. Today, I'll talk about the patriarchal, matriarchal, and Marxian theories of the state. To begin, I'll talk about the patriarchal theory of the state, which explains that the state originated from the patriarchal family or the family in which the father was the head. The state is an enlargement of this family. Originally, the family consisted of a man, his wife, and their children. The father was the head of the family, and his control and authority was complete in all aspects over all its members. When his children married, there was an expansion in the original family, and it led to the establishment of new families. But the authority of the father and the head of the original family remained consistent, which was duly acknowledged by all of his descendants. This constituted the patriarchal family. The chief exponent of the patriarchal theory of the state is Sir Henry Maine. The chief exponent of the theory's analysis of the growth of the state is, I quote, The elementary group is the family connected by the common subjection to the highest male ascendant. The aggression of families forms the genes or the houses. The aggression of houses makes the tribe. The aggression of the tribes constitutes the commonwealth. But this segues into the five main points of the patriarchal theory of the state. One is, in the patriarchal family, the element of paternity was the chief fact. Two, descent was traced not only through males and the same, from the same ancestor, none of the descendants of a female were included in the primitive notion of relationship. Kingship was accordingly purely negative. Three, permanent marriage was rule, whether monogamy or polygamy. Four, the head of the family was the basis of all authority, and his power was unqualified over his children, their houses, and other relations of all descendants, howsoever numerous. Five, he not only controlled the business affairs of the group in which he headed, but its religion and conduct as well. That concludes the patriarchal theory of the state. Now we get into the matriarchal theory of the state. Preceded the patriarchal system and tribe, there was no permanent institution of marriage. A woman had more than one husband, and because of the uncertainty of male parentage, kinship was reckoned through women, that is, from mother to daughters. But among the primitive society, instead of permanent marriage, there was what we can consider a sex anarchy. Under that condition, the mother rather than the father was the head of the family. A kinship was established through the mother. Edward Jenkins, who made a thorough study of the tribes in Australia, came to the conclusion that the Australian tribes were arranged in what is known as totem group. Their affinity was not on the basis of blood relationship, but through symbols like trees or animals. The men of one totem group were to marry all the women of another totem group, which to polyandry and, as we presume, commit polygamy. Now that concludes the matriarchal theory of the state, now we get into the Marxian theory of the state which holds the view that the state is a creation by the class struggle with the help of force. So it is altogether a different theory of the origin of the state with the recognition of force theory within it. But according to the Marxist view, there was no surplus wealth to quarrel over in primitive society, so there was no state. With the passing of time, society was getting split over hostile classes with conflicting interests. This class antagonism was the root cause of the state. When agriculture was learned as an art of culture, there was ample food which resulted in private property. The insoluble contradictions as a result of division of labor became so acute that it was not possible for any class to keep reconciled in the state or to keep the quarreling castes under control. The most dominant class that controlled the mode of production
production came to establish the state to ensure its dominance over the other classes who did not own the modes of production. The state thus became an instrument of domination and oppression of one class over all other. Thus the state emerged to ensure the right of the dominant class to exploit those below them. And this concludes the matriarchal, patriarchal, and Marxian theories of the state. And the next episode will be on anarchism. And thank you guys for listening and see you next time.